This is it. The final episode of Arc 1. Five friends role-playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons has produced 50 episodes of this podcast over two years. My name is Joe. I'm the Dungeon Master of this campaign. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 49 of this arc, night fell over Carver's Tooth. Under the dark of the new moon, our heroes attempted the next phase of their plan. Find the Archdruid of the Rock of Visions, the leader of the Tempest Oath, and dispatch him. A battle raged around them. The army assaulted the Sanger of Innocence as the protected remnants defended themselves with volleys of arrows. Stormhawk, the primal spirit whose actions at the end of the Dawn War inspired the violence of the druidic Circle of Great Duty, appeared in the sky, raining down lightning and cacophonous thunder. All was nearly lost, and the Tempest Oath had almost breached the Sanger, but the Ormains and Squadron 9 executed their duties, collapsing the stone wall upon the advancing forces. The boulders collided with each other, tumbling down the mountain and the avalanche scattered the Tempest Oath. Now, having survived the chaos, the party must locate the leaders and put an end to this once and for all. And that's where we will pick up. So you're standing at the tree line, just inside the forest from the battle that continues to rage. I guess doesn't continue to rage. Hopefully everyone else is safe, but you have your own sort of safety, now tucked behind into the trees, but you're looking for the enemy of this whole operation. I would like to take this opportunity to drink my last health potion. <laughs> Everybody else also has two health potions, if they have not used them. Wait, I guess Morlinda... I have one. Them. How much does a health potion give you? 2d4 plus 2. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do it. I'll take one of mine. I'm good for now. Hey, Grimton, do you mind hitting me up with a health potion? A big, burly dwarf like you, with all that armor, probably doesn't really need them as much as a, a weak little half-elf right over here with only robes. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to give you a health potion. Thanks. Everybody give me perception checks. 15. Uh, 19. 18. 14. Everybody sees this arrow as it flies toward you, Grimton. Give me a deck save. Yeah, six. It is still raining, and the glint of the lightning is reflected off of the tip of the arrow as it embeds into your arm, Grimton. Uh, that's going to be five damage. And you look up and see the short swords of soldiers reflecting also in the lightning as they advance for their attack on you because you wasted time dishing out these health potions <laughs> which i guess 
in the end saves you time because now you don't have to go running around the forest looking for them. <laughs> All right, so here's the situation. You do not see the following. Elder Cyanidal, Presiding Druid, Valray, or Valnot, the Young Oak. Well, that's like all the leaders. Yeah. Where are they at? But you do see their bodyguards. Ugh. Ugh, indeed. Everybody roll initiative. 20. Dang, son. Four. Yeah, that's what I wanted to use. Get a 24. 8. 16. It's going to be this first archer's turn. That's the one that embedded the arrow into Grimton. It's going to be Alaris. So we're, are we surrounded? No, it's still open field behind you, uh, back where the boulders are. But in front of you are trees and archers. I'm going to run straight forward, and I'm going to use Shatter, where I would hopefully blow some enemies away, make us, like, breach point for us to just go through the bodyguards as fast as possible. So Shatter makes a sudden, loud, ringing noise, painfully intense, um, that erupts from a point of my choice within range. Each creature within a 10-foot radius sphere must make a constitution saving throw. So I'm hoping that just the loud noise will, like, shock them enough that we can just kind of blow through them. Okay. One fails. Another fails. Another fails. All three fail. Uh, that's going to be 14 thunder damage on each of them. It's going to be one of those archer's turns who's going to blindly fire and blind blind it was because he rolled a four that archer did he, he rolled a full that archer did uh grimton your turn yeah i'll follow behind alaris it's gonna be an 18 to hit yeah that hits for sure 11 damage the one across from it that saw you coming is going to launch an arrow try to hit you it's going to miss it's going to deflect off of your shield morlinde it's your turn since they already know where we are i figure i might as well do an obnoxious attack um <laughs> Is that a spell? Yeah. Obnoxious attack. <laughs> Obnoxious attack. <laughs> I mean... Description: A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius. Forty-foot-high cylinder centered. Is this moonbeam? It's totally moonbeam. You show it your shiny white ass. <laughs> My moon-white shiny ass. They're all pretty close to each other, right? Yeah. Cool. So I'll probably hit at least two of them in a five-foot radius. If I'm lucky. Uh, does a 16 hit? Yes, it does. Dope. Oh, man. It's so cool because they're going to get engulfed by ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and they have to make a constitution saving throw. They both fail. 2d10. Nice. Yeah, 15. 15 each? Yeah. Auric, it's going to be your turn. So did any of them die? <laughs> no. God, uh, and we're all sort of charging through, right? Like nobody stopped. I'm going to follow suit, getting close enough to do a melee attack instead of my standard ranged as I run past, basically. I'm not going to do anything super crazy. Okay. 21. That will definitely hit. Okay. Which weapon are you using? The Sword of Life Stealing. Ah, yes. The Sword of Life Stealing. It only does something cool, though, if I roll a nat 20, but it's pretty cool. It does extra 10 damage, and then I get 10 hit points. Dang. That is awesome. This is the, like, dark, evil sword that I picked up. Casual. Yeah, I'm just going to run by and kind of swat somebody Swipe with them. it. Yeah. For six damage. You hit them in the side of the head. That is not what they I meant swatted. by swat. That you know damn well what I meant. That's how you only did six damage on the sword of life stealing. <laughs> One archer is going to fire at you. The other archer is also uh, going to fire at you with an 18 plus stuff. Yeah, anything above, like, 15 is going to hit me. Uh, that's five total piercing damage. 
Okay. They're going to use their archer's eye power and add an extra six onto that. Hmm. A total of 11 then? Correct. Okay. <laughs> what are you down to? 17. Alaris, it's your turn. So we have punctured a hole through the perimeter? Yes. I'm going to go through the hole and keep going. Then I would like to roll perception and see if I can figure out where the big bads are. Okay. 18. You see a dryad? Uh, a dryad targets one humanoid within 30 feet of her, if you'll remember. Uh. It must succeed on a DC 14 wisdom saving throw or be charmed. God. Okay. <laughs> nope. Arl 2. Oh. Remember, a charmed creature regards the dryad as a trusted friend to be heeded and protected. Ah. <laughs> uh, Joe, bringing back all the blasts from the past. Yeah, for real. It's going to be Grimton's turn. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be following in behind Alaris and trying to attack whatever's nearest us. It's one of the archers. All right. Does a 15 hit? No, it does not. It's going to be an archer's turn. It's going to fire at you as you run by. That's an 18 plus plus 6, 24. Yep. That'll be 5 total piercing damage, which you're going to cut in half, right? Yeah. Morlinda, it's your turn. Yeah, I can use an action to move my moonbeam to hit that other archer, and then they just have to save 4. They failed the save. I rolled a 3. Cool, so I'm going to hurt that one. I don't know where my d10 is, but this is this will do. <laughs> it's a percentage die. It's like, oh, that's like a 10, though. Awesome. 15. Nice. I was like, what does the double zero mean? <laughs> it's going to be the Dryad's turn, and this time, Alaris, uh, it's going to use its Phage Arm. I misspoke earlier. You saw it, and then I wanted to give it a move, but it, it wasn't next in the initiative lineup. So now it's going to use its Phage Arm. Now's your opportunity to wisdom save. Yep. Nine. Well, I, oh, I have advantage against being charmed. That would help. Oh, that's how I rolled a 14. That'll be a 15. Well done. You understand exactly what's happening here. <laughs> Go get him. It is your turn, actually. It is my turn. Oh, man. Firebolts. <laughs> murder, murder, murder. Does a 20 hit? Oh, yeah. Six damage. It's going to be an archer's turn who's going to fire at you, Alaris, because you're making the most commotion. That's going to be a 12 total. Yep. What? Isn't he right next to me? <sighs> Yes. Then if the archer's next to me, then he does get disadvantage. Well, it's still 14 because the second roll was a nat 20. Oh, so. okay. Uh, <laughs> that'll do four damage to you, okay. Boris. It, it's going to be Grimton's turn. Murder it. 22. 12 damage. That's a lot of damage. That's not enough to kill it. An archer is going to back away Grimton uh, and then launch an arrow at you. Not enough because your AC is ridiculous. Morland Day, it's your turn. I'm gonna move my moonbeam again back to the other two archers. Nice. Did I get skipped? Probably. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I was like, who where am I in initiative right. order after after You're after Morland Day. Okay. You're actually you're after the, the dryad. You got skipped this last round. Yeah, I got skipped. It's you can have a double. Alright. Okay. No, please take the double though. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Anyway, so use the move action to move them. Can you uh, see if they'll save, Joe? That one rolled a nine. This next one rolled a three. Nice. Nope. This moonbeam is super effective. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine someone watching this and seeing like those a column of light just like yeah, scooting those around. Yeah, spotlights, you know? Kind of <laughs> yeah. Remember, <laughs> it's literally a cylinder. Chasing. So it's like, it's like, oh, uh, a column from yeah, God. Yeah, a column, just like 
occasionally moving around. Anyway, they both got hit 11. Still not enough, but very good. <laughs> That's going to be the Dryad's turn. Who's going to try to attack you, Polaris, with a club? It's going to run up and try to get you. A club? That was a two. It missed. I mean, it's probably hard for it to wield a club. The club is probably its arm, like a branch. Gross. Its own arm. <laughs> Arik, now is one of your two turns. Okay. So there's still two archers and one dryad. Uh, three archers and one dryad. Three archers and one One archer is nearly dead, for sure. I'm going to shoot at that one. I'm going to make the dryad my hunter's mark, but I'm going to shoot at the, the almost dead guy. There's a more dead than the rest guy. Yeah, I'll, that one. I'll shoot at that one. Okay. 16. That hits. Okay, he's not my hunter's mark. He'll take six damage. Now I'm going to shoot at the dryad. Who attacked Alaris, correct? Yes. And is also not near Grimton. Correct. I'm going to miss with that one. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Hey, don't forget that you have these fancy arrows. I didn't. I'm just not using them yet. It's going to be the archer that you hit's turn. Who's going to fire back at you. It rolled not enough. It's going to be Alaris's turn. Who just almost got clubbed and, no, and an arrow shot past your face. I, I will take a five foot step away from the dryad yeah i'm, I'm gonna take a big old shift like <laughs> big old shift a big old shift <laughs> haven't used that in a while uh then i'm gonna throw a chromatic orb at the dryad i'm gonna say cold <laughs> that will be a 20 the dryad yeah 16 cold damage that is right enough to kill it cool no cold <laughs> You drop this dryad and it collapses, and behind it you see the figure of a spellcaster, a strong druid built like a tall tree with arms like branches, wearing a cape of electric blue hawk feathers. Behind this druid, Alaris, you see the treacherous elder that divided Isatalos against itself, wearing the ancient ceremonial garments of his station. Oh man. You've still got the three archers around you, plus those two. Grimton, your turn. I'm going to keep attacking this archer. I'll bring it down yet. I'll bring it down yet. It's a 20 to hit. Nice. 12 damage again. That's enough to do it. Yay. Bring it down yet. You did. Another archer is going to fire up at Alaris. Alaris sees the archdruid and Elder Cyanidel. It's going to launch an arrow using its archer's eye. It's going to be 13. It's going to do... Three plus four, seven damage, plus ah. plus three, ten total. Okay. You okay? Yeah, I mean, I'm still up. How much do you have? Five. Thanks, Grimton, for the help. Hey. Melinda, it's going to be your turn. So then I'm just going to move my freaking moonbeam to the archer that it is currently not on. I like these attacks because they're going to hit regardless, so can you roll? Yes. I just rolled a 13. What was the 13. DC? Okay, so that's going to be one save and two saves, so 15. Okay, so they both save, but they still get half as much damage on a successful roll. <laughs> nice. So that'll be six plus... Ooh, so half of 14 is seven. seven. They both get seven. A piece. Yep. So that was your action, Morlinde. It's going to be the Archdruid's turn. The Archdruid is looking at Alaris. Yeah. And is going to change shape into an air elemental whoa i want to know how to do that 
So it's going to transform into this air elemental that looks like a storm, which is what I was going for, like an angry cloud. But, but not a hawk. Charge, but not a hawk. That would be two on the nose. Um, I thought about it, but a hawk doesn't have as many hit points as this. <laughs> and then charges into the middle of the central combat. It's going to be Ulrich's turn. How many enemies do we have? Two archers, the air elemental, and the elder. Yep. Cyanidel is the elder. Is he doing anything, or is he just standing there? He has yet to do anything. That doesn't mean he won't. I'm a hunter's mark, one of the archers. Try and take him down. Same one I shot earlier. 16. That definitely hits. He's going to get 6 damage. That's lame. 14, 15 possible damage. I dealt 6. Well, it worked, though. It did work. That's right. Cyanidel, whose turn is now, is going to shout, that's that treacherous bitch. Attack Morlinde. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm just mad he you, called me a bitch. I knew it like, would hurt. That's really unprofessional. <laughs> this isn't a professional relationship right now, dog. You're fighting. I know. I'm sorry that's the Anadel's being mean to you, Morlinde. <laughs> would you like him to go back to leading the army against your people? No, this is better. <laughs> And is going to, he's also going to launch a throwing axe at you. Ugh. This tomahawk is going to go wide cool. and lodge itself into a tree. Alaris's turn. Where's the air elemental at in relation to me? Currently behind you. Is it like right right behind me, like right beside me? There's 10 feet between you and the air elemental and the other cluster of everybody else. And then probably 20 feet between you and Cyanidel. Alright, I'm gonna... Make a move towards Cyanidel. And you've got a speed of 30, so you can get there all the way. Well, I, I don't want to get all the way there. That seems dangerous. <laughs> and I would like to summon another flaming sphere right next to him. And as a bonus action, I would like to ram the sphere into him. Nice. He needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Four. I would assume four is not enough. Five fire damage. One of the archers is now currently confused about where to turn their attack. Is going to try and shoot at Morlinde. That's a 19. That will hit. That's seven piercing damage? Yep. It's going to go down to Grimton. I'm going to attack the archer that, that Ulrich was attacking. His hunter's mark. Eek. For 12? Uh, no, sir. Didn't think so. This is this is the hunter's mark that's going to launch an arrow. Yeah, okay, so he's going to attack you, and that's an 18 to hit. To hit who? To hit you. Oh, okay. Uh, also, I just realized that I've been missing out on the multi-attack function of these archers, where I get to make two attacks with its longbow. Great. I'm going I'm to start doing that now. Uh, so that's going to be eight damage, Auric. Then it's going to turn and fire at Grimton. Uh, that's a two. <laughs> it reflects off of your wonderful shield. Merlinde, your turn. Because this spell lasts a reasonable amount of time. I'm just going to keep going with this moonbeam. How long does it last? Let me look. We're coming up on ten rounds if we have not well, no, but already like, done that, listen right? Listen to, like, it says duration one minute, but it says, it also says... I'm going to say... This will be my last one. I don't one. know. This is going to be your last that's one. That's fair. Yeah. That is totally fair. All right, whoever I didn't hit last time, that's who I'm hitting this time. Okay. I keep rolling threes tonight. Nice. Uh, that was really low. Seven. It's going to be the Archdruid's turn, who's in the shape of the 
air elemental and is going to whirlwind. Each creature in the elemental space must make a DC 13 strength saving throw, which includes Morlinde, Grimton, and one archer. Alright. 15. 18 minus 1 strength is 17. Good job, everybody. You make it. The saving throw is successful. The target takes half bludgeoning damage. Okay. So I've still got to roll stuff. 3d8. Shit. 17 total bludgeoning damage. Divided Wait, hold on. Two. And then halved. It's 8. 8? Auric, you're next. I turn, redirecting my attention from what was previously my hunter's mark, and turn my attention to Elder Cyanodel. As I knock an arrow, the bow whispers in my ear, swift defeat to my enemies. And then I whisper back, swift death to you who have wronged me, and loose an arrow at Cyanodel, making him my sworn enemy. I was expecting this. 19. Yeah, that hits. So when I hit him... Take it. You kill him. For 13 damage. Describe what this looks like when you kill one of the elders, the treacherous elder that led these zealots. Wait, is that Cyanidal? Yeah, that led these zealots away oh, wow. from Isotalos. It's raining and thundering and dark, and Auric, all of the emotions they've carried about the negativity of this experience, find themselves directed at Cyanidal, who they perceive to be the cause of it all. And like time would seem to slow and as I, as I mentioned a bit ago when I knock my arrow uh, and point it at Cyanodel the bow whispers swift death to my enemies uh, and with all of the righteous fury I can muster but yet in a whisper I say swift death to you who have wronged me and loose it flies true striking Cyanodel in the chest and there's a moment where we, like, lock eyes, where we see each other. I see in his face, I, I'm imagining, that, not hopefully, but, like, I'm imagining he's got, like, a mix of, like, you know, fear of death, as well as maybe some, I don't know, what, what is Cyanadel experiencing? What do I see when I look into his eyes, Joe? You can't, you can't tell if the streams of liquid down his face are tears or just rain running loosely there's still a lot of fury in his eyes like he is dying believing that this is the true and good cause so it's a, so it's a shock because of the because of the righteousness with which he perceives uh this attack that the mortality of it comes in me he sees all that fury repeated Auric has been frustrated with the spirits and the gods and just everybody who thinks that they can make decisions that strongly impact the whole as negatively as they are like this, like deciding to wage war, essentially. Uh, and they're just real, real done with that. Um, and this this is a, a moment of both, like, release of that as well as, as facing it head on. It's, it's almost, it's probably the closest to hate that Ulrich has ever come. And that's a big, a big thing for them because, like, they're not normally hateful.
It's Sanadel's turn, but Sanadel has perished. Lid died. <laughs> I am Lid dead. Uh, Alaris. Yep. I guess I'm gonna move the flaming sphere to the air elemental. Ram it into him. To create a fiery storm. Saving throw. Uh, what kind of saving throw? Dex. Uh, 15. Yeah, I'll save. Turns out, air elemental, being air, is very good at dexterity. <laughs> ah. Your hunter's mark, Ulrich, is going to go. It's going to fire at you. Uh, it's going to miss. Grimton, your turn. Is the archer I was trying to hit still alive? Still alive, right? Yep. I'm going to try to hit him. Good. 16. You do indeed hit him. Are you still using your radiant weapon? Yes. It's only 8 damage. Guess what? They had 8 hit points left. Yes! <laughs> so you kill this archer and... Uh, she drops her bow and collapses onto the ground uh, as you run this sword of light, this saber of light through her chest. It would be her turn, but it is not. Warland Day. All right. Uh, now that the archers are gone, I move forward. Uh... There's still one archer. Oh, for real? Yeah. Also, you don't have Moonbeam. I know. Okay. Wow, I miscounted the archers then. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, like, become Elsa and throw a shard of ice at this dude, which is cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, I like the vision of you taking water from the atmosphere from the rain and like freezing it and shaping it into this yeah sphere. well the component is a drop of water or a piece of ice so i could literally just go well, like i just like spit in my hand and create it oh god <laughs> which is gross uh i get uh 16 plus stuff that'll hit dope uh are you going after the archer yeah 1d10 piercing damage so already gonna get six and then the ice is gonna like explode any creature within five feet of the creature needs to succeed on a deck saving throw. Hey, Grimton? Yeah. This is a ranged attack, right? Yeah. Hey, Grimton? Yeah. <laughs> you you uh -huh. shot a ranged attack at Grimton. Any ranged attack within ten feet of me. Gets hit, hits him instead. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you were so close to that guy. Open your eyes, Morlinde. He's right there. I rolled, and I rolled an 18. Does that hit? No. So you good? It does not. Okay, then we're fine. Oh shit, no we're not. Hit or miss, the shard then explodes. And then I have to make a deck saving throw? Make a deck saving throw or take some damage. It's not bad The good damage. news is... <laughs> well, it was an 8, so no. Now I get to make it a saving throw on this archer. It was a 10. Glad that was a bad roll. I was just ready to do another spell and I didn't read it well. You know, sometimes you get cursed. So, I'm going to say that your the explosion also hits the air elemental, which is good. And it's going to make a slam attack on Grimton. An 8, that's going to miss. It's going to be a 25 to hit. It gets two attacks. It missed with the first one? Because he missed the first one, I think I can repost. Oh, and yeah? make a melee attack. Well, it says... You can use a reaction when missed by a melee attack to make a melee attack back. That's awesome. Do it. Nice. 22? Yeah, that hits. I get to deal an extra D8. 
15 damage. Okay, so now it's going to make its second attack. 23? Yep. 14 bludgeoning, which is weird because it's air. Uh, it's going to be Auric's turn. There's still one archer left. One archer. Is that the one that's my mark, or is that one dead? The one that was your mark is dead. I... Well, I'm going to mark the druid. Uh, and then I would like to expend my second charge on the Pikes of Haunting, causing the Druid and the Archer to they have to do a DC 15 Wisdom saving throw or become frightened of me for a minute. The Archer is going to save. That, that was a 17. The Arch Druid got a 20. So then neither of them are afraid. Correct. So I'm just tooting along then. But it looks really cool. I don't cool. know whether this is a... A whole action or like a bonus? It doesn't say. Rarity uncommon. Mm -hmm. You can use an action to play them and expend one charge. So that was my whole turn? That was your whole turn. Okay, cool. Uh, it's going to go up to Alaris. Let's see. What do I think that an air elemental would be weak against? Uh, you want to give me a arcana throw? Uh, throw. 19. Check. Damage resistances include lightning, thunder, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons. Damage immunity, poison, condition immunity, exhaustion, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, prone, restrained, did and you, unconscious. Did you say fire? No. I'm going to throw a chromatic orb. Fire flavor. Hmm, <laughs> red. 14? Uh, that will hit. Cool. 12 fire damage. And then... Nice. As a bonus action, I'm going to ram the sphere into him. Make that dex throw, Joe. 12. Nope. I'll, I'll hit him then. Good. 10. Yeah, you throw this chrom chromatic orb at the air elemental, and it's as if uh, this tiny storm puffs into a humanoid shape and, like, falls backwards. Uh, like, its arms outstretched, becomes corporeal, and uh, the archduid falls onto the ground, his cape of blue feathers splays out it's the archdruid and single archer left it's going to be that archer's turn actually who's going to loose an arrow at you alaris for your assault 11 that's a tie i go save the attacker 10 piercing damage okay i'm down good for you though for like Having that be your last finishing blow is a mean, good way to end it, huh? I kind of figured that I would go down at some point, so I figured I'd try to do just as much cool shit as possible. And cool shit you did. Grimton, it's your turn. I'm going to try to do a pushing attack against the druid. He'll take an extra 1d8 if I hit and have to make a strength save or be pushed back 15 feet. 18 hit? Uh, 18 does hit. 13 damage. He has to make a strength saving throw. Strength save is four. So he gets pushed back 15 feet. That's awesome. He's pretty isolated at this point. Um, there's still the archer trying to defend him the best that she can. But you four are pretty close together at this point. Uh, and it's that really neat scene where like the foe gets toppled down and the Avengers are assembling to defeat whatever, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, Day, your turn. I'm still kind of around the back, just trying to take out that archer, um, and I'm just going to shoot some fireballs at her. <laughs> Casual. <laughs> Joe does a, I'm sure, a 17 hits. Yep. <laughs> Let's do some things and some Let's do some stuff. things. Fireballs and stuff for eight damage. Eight damage? Yep. That does not 
quite kill her. Let she me make sure that that, that was everything. It's going to be the archer's turn. He is going to rally himself and cast Call Lightning. A storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall at the 60 foot radius centered on a point. A bolt of lightning flashes down from the cloud to that point. Each creature within 5 feet must make a deck saving throw. Okay, so it's just going to be Grimton then. Spell save DC of 15. Whew. Nah, I got a 12. 10, a 1, and a 2. It's going to be 13 damage. Lightning damage. 13 lightning On a failed damage. save. Hey, I'm down. On each... You're down? Yeah, you're down? I said I'm down. Surprise. It's Arik's turn. What? I didn't mean to down you, Grimton. I'm going to I'm gonna shoot at the uh, druid, and uh, he's my hunter's mark. 22... Presumably that hits. That will hit. I'm going to deal 13 damage. Laris. All right. Death save? Yeah. Oh, that's an eight. One for the fail. At least you didn't have to make death save last time. Sure. So at least you're starting with all three. The archer's turn. She is going to uh, attack Morlinde, who's been her quirrel. That will be 11 total. That will not hit. Grimton. Nope. <laughs> it's a 10. That saves. That's one. Morlinde. Day. Okay, Morlinde is getting frustrated with this archer. So she's gonna thorn whip that shit and hopefully just like smash her into the ground because she's like really over it. Uh, 15 plus stuff hits, right? Yep. Uh, 7 damage. Do it. Yes, that finally Thank kills her. Thank God. Dang. So I like thorn whip around the ankle of this freaking archer and I just go and I just like slam her into the ground. Hulk style? Hulk style. It is the Archdruid's turn, who has just downed Grimton and Alaris, is going to take out a scimitar Damn. and is going to attack Ulrich, advance upon Ulrich. I feel like it's just, that's just eight. an intimidating yeah. sword. Right. That was always my favorite one to have in a runescape. Oh, yeah, for sure, because it's sure. huge. And it also gave you that like plus one to defense that a longsword wouldn't give you. 14 attack. Oh, no, that's not going to hit me. Oh, oh cool. Nice. You defended an attack. It's your turn. How do you meet this attack? I'm going to step back and shoot him. <laughs> what? Does that 15 hit? Uh, yes. It does? Oh, cool. For 9 damage. Very good, very good. Uh, Alaris. That was a 9, Joe. Oh, man. That's 2. Oh, jeez. Uh, Grimton. Am I up and functional again? No. You need 3 successes. Oh, <laughs> well, I crit failed. Well, that's two. That's two failures. Is that two failures, really? That's two failures. No, I passed one. I passed my first one. Mm-hmm. But you get two failures oh, for now. one? for a crit fail? You get two? Yep. Oh, oh I'm yep. almost dead. Yeah, we're both almost dead. <laughs> Who's more dead? We're both one bad roll away from dying. This better work. It's more Linda's turn. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go and uh, stabilize Alaris quickly. With urgency. How? With haste. Yeah, and can't I do... Zach is stressed. And I can use a healing word on him, right? Do you have the spell healing word? Yes, I do. She has not used it this whole time. Yes, I've used it. She has not used it today. this whole battle today. Well, I'm running out of spell slots. 1d4 plus my spell mod plus another d4. Okay. 4 plus plus... It's 8. Here, I gave him 8 HP. <sighs> How you doing, Alaris? Do I have to heal all the negatives first, or are we healing from zero? 
Oh, negative five at the moment. Oh, yeah, you have three. Uh, it's going to be the Archdruid's turn after that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is stressing me out, guys. Auric, uh, he's going to continue attacking you with the Scimitar. That's going to be 14 to hit. Nope. Is that what I just rolled last time? Yep. <laughs> well, still bad. He's trying to be very menacing, uh, Ilrun Valric is, and uh, it's not working at all because you just keep deflecting his stuff. It's your turn, Auric. I imagine myself, like, dancing out of reach for every swing and then, like, dan like jumping far enough to shoot another arrow. Before I do, however, I'm going to use my guardian's shroud that allows me to basically go heal a, a, a companion and i'm going to use that on grimton is still almost dead right yes yeah okay he's who i'm going to go help and it's uh 2d6 plus my wisdom modifier which is one righteous so that healed 10 Good. I have to heal back up to zero. Yeah. How then, many hit points do you have? You hit me for thirteen. So six. So I'm up to I'm back up to zero. Yeah. Or I guess I would be at positive three. Positive three. Positive three. You're good. You're not up. You're both prone, but you're. Fine. That's a bonus action too. So now. That's I'm, a bonus. Uh huh. Auric is real powerful. So now now I'm gonna just <laughs> shoot at the at the guy again. He hasn't even needed the mother bear this whole That's time. That's true. Can we like call her out though? That definitely hits. I'm gonna deal. 13 damage. Sarah, I tend to only call her out when things are extra dire. Yeah. <laughs> this is an extra like, dire. Like, not it's, now. It's pretty bad, um, but... To be fair, a lot of that happened in not a lot of time. Alaris, it's your turn, my dude. Alright, I'm gonna stand up, and I'm gonna throw a fireball. 19. That hits. 9 damage. Grimson. Oh, I'm up again? Well, you're prone. Oh, I get up. That's half your movement. You still have 15 feet. He is 16 feet away. Bummer. My movement is 25. so 13 feet away. Bummer. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get closer, and I'm going to gonna lay hands on myself. Ooh. <laughs> Will and day. Okay, so uh, I have this spell that I've been meaning to use the entire battle and still haven't used. Jeez. <laughs> and it's I. this is like, I can't use anything else after I'm going to use this. Typical so. healers. It's not a healing thing. I'm going to oh. go over to Alaris and put my hand on his shoulder. And if he's willing... Say hey, pal. Hey, pal. If he's willing, because he has to be a willing creature, I can raise your AC up to 16. Oh, sounds good to me. Yeah, okay. So let's let's do that. This Archdruid is going to call lightning again on the pair of you. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you're right next to each other. Oh, no. <sighs> I hate myself. Wait, no, it's third level. I don't have another third level spell shot. You're good. Uh, he is going to extend his hand toward probably Morlinda. Yeah, actually, come at, this point, at me. And project a puff of noxious gas from his palm. <laughs> and succeed on a uh, con saving throw, please. Good thing my con is terrible. Uh, con plus zero. 14, does that work? Nope. Okay. The save was 15. It's going to be eight damage. Oh no. Are you down? That is Eight poison straight damage. up zero. I am at zero. Well, that's down. <laughs> I am laid down. Hey, Auric, are things dire yet? It's your turn. Yeah, things are dire. It's okay. In a fit of frustration at still not being able to defeat this foe and watching companions fall and stand back up and fall again, Auric invokes the mother bear 
So first, I'm gonna make an attack for uh, 16. Okay. Hits. And it's gonna do 10 damage. And then the mother bear, she gets two hits. So here's the first one, 16 to hit. Yep. And that's gonna deal yes, oh, 12 damage. Good. And then here's the second attack. Seven. Good. So total that's like 25? No, no, no. The second attack, I rolled seven as the attack. It missed. Okay, so it didn't hit. So 22. <laughs> this is it. How do you kill him? Uh, the mother bear looks a little more like feral than normal. A little bit more rage. Uh, yeah, she's, she's an angry creature. Uh, and so she like, you know, appears in the way that she does, and there's no like, like this bite, the the, the attack that she does, uh, you know, just like before I shoot an arrow and it's like she runs at the speed of the arrow, so the arrow hits, and then the bite is like the kind that like eats half of this person basically, um, and that's that's how he dies, basically being eaten in half by a spirit bear. These next scenes are going to be like I guess clips, almost vignettes of like close-ups of the next like five minutes with uh, black screens in between for a few seconds. So we're gonna close up on each each one of you as like the storm is coming down, lightning is still in the air, uh, it's dark, raining, and we're just getting close-ups of individuals. Just paint this word picture for us. Um. Alaris has gotten a lot, like the hair has become more shaggy and unkempt as we've kind of just been traveling a lot without time. After the events of today, the robes are kind of tattered, probably just going to need a new set of clothes when all this is said and done. Arrow Shots has almost died at least twice today, did a lot of more running than he's used to. He's just beat. He's... Laris has had a real rough day. Like, real rough. Likewise, Grimton is really exhausted. His shoulders are slumped in a way that, you know, they're usually not. That's the weight of the battle. And near death is, like, uh, settling in as the adrenaline fades. He puts his shield down and takes a seat and starts to undo his prosthetic and just like takes a moment to like lay there in the rain and takes a moment of uh, respite uh Arik similarly to Elaris uh their hair has grown longer and in the rain you know hangs down sticking sticking to the side of their head their clothes are torn from battle and from time the squadron nine insignia on their shoulder is faded 
but still present. They fall to their knees, exhausted both physically and emotionally. Honestly, they, they feel like a part of them today has, has kind of died. And they're not sure if their pursuit of Cyanidel was truly one of protecting the people that they care about and their home, or if it was one of vengeance, and that doubt eats away at them. Basically just sitting there, rage and, and adrenaline fading, and staring off, facing the same direction as, like, Cyanidel's body, but not really looking at Cyanidel, just sort of looking off uh, into the wilderness. Um, well, Morlande is, I guess, coming back into consciousness? Yeah, um, I, li I like th I like the uh, visual of your face in a puddle. Yeah, and just like poison gas was what knocked her uh, unconscious. Um, so she's coughing a little bit. She pushes herself over. So she's face down on the ground, pushes herself over, but it's then just laying um, corpse pose style on the ground. The camera is directly above you yeah. as rain falls and there's just like rain and she's completely drained just like covered in dirt she, her first thought is, is Stormhawk still out there? And then her second thought is, well I can't do anything right now anyway she prays to the spirits she prays to the earth wheel that things are going to move into the next place, that this will be over that we're going into a new season because this is, this is too much right now. Um, she prays to the world healer that just as the world healer healed over the damage from the Dawn War, that the world healer can do that again for, for this imbalance and war in the forest. Before she drifts off into still coming in and out, she prays to Great Bear one more time in hopes that her people were protected, even those who may have been led astray by Cyanidel. Cyanidel is gone, and hopefully people will have changed their minds, and on that she's just, she's out again. This has been Advantage Arc 1. Morlinde Like Lass was played by Sarah Zimmerman. Ulrich Orman was played by Stephen Sibbles. Alaris Geldream was played by Zach Weaver. And Grimton Steadyhand was played by Yessi Lemus. The Cusp was created by Joe Love and brought to life by the full cast. All of the music for Arc 1 was written and composed by Blake Bost. Find him at soundcloud.com slash blakebost. Our graphic art was done with the help of Daniel Grayling. The production of this show was made possible by all of our patrons over the past two years. Alex Clermont. Dan Bauer. Daniel Reed. Daniel Tan. Jacob Kirby, Jaron Phillips, Jonah Novak, Kevin Broussard, Kim Schmidt, Kit Battlebard, Lucy, 
Meredith Wahlberg, and Michael Callahan. Thank you, each and every one of you. You made telling this story possible. Advantage is a proud member of the Darkmoor Podcast Network. In close partnership with the show How Friends Roll, their DM, Sully, has been a huge blessing for us. I cannot describe how important his relationship is to me. Together, we have done great things and have made many quality friends. We hope that you join us on the Darkmoor Discord channel. There's a link in the description. We'll be returning for Arc 2 shortly with the same cast and same characters. We've already recorded the first few episodes. Between now and then, however, you can expect other work in our feed. There's the spin-off episode Disadvantage, DM'd by Yessi and played with the rest of the cast. We have audio from a Patreon game run by Daniel Tan and played by Kit, Jaren, and Michael. Finally, we're going to record another mailbag, and we need you to send us all of your questions for the cast regarding the story, their characters, and the world. You've still got a couple weeks, but act quickly if you want your questions answered. You don't have to submit them anywhere in particular, so long as I see it. Our social media handles are all at AdvantageDND, and our email is AdvantageDND at gmail.com. Send us anywhere on those. You could even send us an audio question if you wanted, like Brett Deaton did for our first mailbag. Lastly, we need your help growing our community of listeners. And the most powerful way that you can help with that is by leaving a review on whatever podcast app you use. We're really proud of this arc, and we want to share it with other people. If you're financially able, becoming a patron would also be a huge help. All right, that's it. Advantage Arc 1 is complete, and all that's left is the blooper reel. Thank you, my friends.
Forward. One, two, three. Okay, so you're you're Wait, no, no, standing at just at the cusp of the forest. Do the clap again. <laughs> one, two, three. I wasn't ready for that one. Sorry. Gee, one, two, three. For the audience, we've been on this call for five hours. <laughs> and that's that's where we lost Zach, guys. Like that was it. <laughs> Zach's dead. <laughs> so you're standing just at the tree line on the inside of the tree line. Look at that. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> this is it. Zach, this is the episode. You're gonna you're gonna defeat the Tempestos this episode. No, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Here What's we go. Come on. Let's let's chew through this. Oh. Whatever will happen, let's have it happen. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. The best kind of wine. On all the bad guys, though. Yes. Yeah. Neat. Did you say yeet? I said neat. Yeah, yeet. yeet. I don't think that's in my vocab. <laughs> you work at a public school. It's in your vocab whether you want it to be or not. Children don't use that word anymore. That word has not been cool in a very long time, Joe. To be fair, all the people that still use it that I know of are like my age. So Yeah. Yeah. And they use yeah, it, it ironically, it but it, it accidentally became yeah. part of their vocabulary. <laughs> it's basically just meme culture at this point. Yep. Joe, take that thing out of your nose. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my mom. <laughs> your mom's in the yeah. other room. That's true. For the record, I don't live with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm visiting because I'm getting married in two days. Three days? Three days. My moon white shiny ass. Sorry. <laughs> so funny. Let me okay, and I'm gonna go for I'm assuming they're Holiday's all, greatest hits. They're all pretty close to each other, right? Yeah. Hey Sarah, don't fall asleep on the call again. I'm not falling uh, uh I am a little <coughs> sleepy. Hey Sarah, can you sit up so I know that you're yes, awake? Yes, I'm gonna sit up. There's a moment where we like lock eyes where we see each other uh we lock eyes from across the yeah room. i couldn't not i was that <laughs> was definitely in my head but i didn't anyway a dama drink is the rhythm's boom but anyway um <laughs> i uh yeah i uh 